Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavour. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey my friends, I want to let you all know that my very first book, The Path of an Eagle, How to Overcome and Lead, after being knocked down is now available for pre-order. I'll make sure the link is available in the show notes below. All right, my friends, let's do the show. There is a story for everyone here because every story matters. Welcome everyone to the Storybooks. This is the place to be if you are a lover of stories, learning new and interesting things, and if you want to grow abundantly. My name is Jay Phantom, and I believe it's my purpose to help you realize your worth and become the greatest and best version of you possible. I am grateful that you're here today. Now let's journey into the story box together and hear more about whose story will be unboxed today. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another exciting episode of your story box. And today, my friends, have I got a treat for you. If you guys know of the incredible reggae musician Bob Marley, then you would probably know of his son, Julian Marley, or you might know of his other son, Ziggy Marley. And both of them have sort of paved their own way into reggae uh, music and following into the Rastafarian roots as Julian Marley so does and and does really, really well. Uh, His music is quite the vibe. But for those of you that don't know who Julian is, he's a British Jamaican reggae musician, songwriter, producer and humanitarian. He is the son of reggae music icon, icon Bob Marley and Lucy Ponder. He uses his music to inspire uh, spirituality and other people's lives as well. And if you've listened to any of his songs, if you haven't, I highly encourage you to do it. He's got one called So High. You can go and check that out. Link will be in the show notes. Stir it up. And his latest one The Tide is High, which is based on an older song, which you can go and check out too. It's quite a classic song that he's bringing back and and revitalizing and giving it that Julian Marley vibe and, and style, which I personally love. And this conversation was a lot of fun. Julian is wise. He is spiritual as well. We cover quite a few topics during this conversation that I think you guys are going to really enjoy. Uh, if you get something from this one, please do share it around to all your friends and your family. Let everyone know about this one. Go and check out his music too. And he's on tour at the moment as well. Uh, and he will be touring more in June too. So if you are in America, he'll be touring in America very, very soon. So go and check out 
that if you are interested. Links, once again, will be in the show notes below. All right, my friends, you know what time it is. It is time to journey with me into the story box as we listen to the incredible wisdom, the advice, and the stories of none other than Julian Marley. Blessings, brother. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for being here, man. Like I said, I'm a fan of you and your work, and I'm very excited to unbox more of your story, which I have no doubt is is incredible. My very first question for you before we dive further into your story, your music, your life, everything, is what does success look like for you? Success looks like for me having a happy family, living in living um the most tranquil way you can be, living in peace, serenity. That is what the real um meaning of you know that kind of riches that we're talking about like the riches of life you know and that's what we fight for every day to bring peace and serenity through music you know to the whole world anywhere you know all corners of the world all, all walks of life you know yeah what so, does yeah, so, yeah it's different you know i don't look for the the, the the things that sparkle and look you know we look for the things that foundation that keeps us here today you know it gives you meaning love you know yeah yeah it gives you real meaning what does i guess in in your your definition that you just gave me looking at peace and serenity you're looking at through music right but are there any other aspects that give you that peace and that sense of serenity at all well every day you know the like right now, the breeze is blowing right now. That is one, you know. There's so many things that we don't really need to go far to get that serenity. Sometimes it's inside of us, you know. It's just what, what we're looking for and be, being able to tune into something more substantial, like, you know, nature, for instance, which, which we are a part of nature, you know, because we're not rope, we're not made of screws and bolts, you know what I'm saying? So we're just like the trees. So to be able to be kind of one with, you know, music, one with the world, one with people, one with nature, one just one in general. That is the, 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 that is the goal, you know, that is the aspirations to work towards that, even from just my, for myself, you know, as an individual and to also spread that message too, you know. Have you always had this outlook towards life or when was the moment for you that you realized this, this in fact was success? Well, I think from from I ever from the first time I probably heard my father's music, mm. you know, because you know, like you're hearing this music from when you're like, as soon as you're born, there's there's the Rastaman vibration was already present, you know. So you're you're growing up with with a guideline of you know, you know. So we give thanks that we use a guideline. Some people have to find a guideline later on in life, you know. But we have our guideline. You know, which is, which was set before, you know. So I'm privileged and blessed to have that kind of, that road set to be able to have a foundation, you know, something positive to follow. And then, you know, it just becomes, as you grow, it becomes you more, becomes more part of you until, yeah, you just become, you know, solid now, you know, in what you're, in the mission and what you're doing, you know. That's how I see it anyway, but for myself. 
Your your father's music is really, really catchy. It, it gives you an, an uplifting mood. Uh, and I've noticed that whenever I listen to it, it puts me in that serene kind of, I'm in an upbeat, happy kind of attitude towards life, which I love. And I'm, yeah, like I said, I'm a huge fan of your father's music and even your music, which you've carried on. I think that's ad- admirable, man. So thank exactly. you for doing that. Exactly. <laughs> like, honestly, what was it like for you growing up with your father, Bob Marley? Like, what were some of the lessons that he taught you that you've hold, hold dear to your heart today? Well, how to be humble? How to be, how to how to be humble? Even though knowing that you come from maybe a, a so-called great worldly background. But the reason why I say worldly is because fame is, is a different topic, you know. Fame is, is earth, earthly realms, that's fame. Yeah. Our, our, our fame is spiritual realms, you know. So to be able to have that spiritual riches, like what we're speaking about again, you know. So I grow to know, say, our father is one of the greatest um, as we would say, um, humanitarian musicians. But when you hear what he speaks, when you hear what he, when, he, when he talks, he talks like a humble man, you know? So that kind of puts you like, no matter how big or whatever, you, how, how high you get, remember what we are. Like we say, we're never ever going to be nuts and bolts, you know? So we're all flesh and bone and blood, you know? So you cannot be no more perfect than any other any, any other person more than what's upstairs here you know and how you live your daily life so that's one of the biggest lessons that we get to learn to learn really is like to be humble you know and listen to his words you learn a whole, a whole lot of stuff you know you know we learn of our our heritage of rastafari we learn of a jesus christos which we call christ you know in the ethiopian orthodox faith you know so it's a, a lot of stuff that we can, you know. <laughs> Who is the foundation is to be humble, you know. I love the the humble mentality, and and to me, like being able to meet you, I guess through Zoom, and hearing you talk, you do seem like a very humble individual, which yeah. I do appreciate. Um, but who is, aside from all the the earthly fame that you do have, who is Julian Marley? Well, Julian Marley is a humble man that loves to play music and loves to walk around in the wilderness and in the, go to the beaches and humble down to earth. Julian Marley is a man that is like, like when I'm not out there in the, you know, the eyes of the public and working, we are, I'm laid back and humble, you know, and yeah, I don't, you know, sometimes I could call myself boring, I won't lie. <laughs> As much as the excitement that we have when we go on the road, when I'm home, I'm boring. So that means, you know, I'm humble, down to earth, you know. Yeah, nothing, you know what I mean? Hmm. Play a little soccer here and there and read some books and play some music, you know, and just chill out, really. You know? I'm boring too, man, so you don't have to... <laughs> <laughs> I understand, yeah. like, I'm such a, a laid-back Aussie. Uh, yeah. I have my my routines, man, like exercise, playing sport with friends and yeah. family and 
yeah. just doing all those sort of things. But yeah, I think that's that's where you that's where meaning is, man. Like connection, and you just sure. become even more happy. I mean, I love listening to music. I can't sing to save my life, but <laughs> I love listening to other people's music because it puts you in a different mood and it makes you appreciate life even more. But yes. your your Rastafarian roots, like, can you explain to people that may not know the Rastafarian style of music? What actually is that? Well, the music, the music is. I mean, the music is reggae from Jamaica. Which, first of all, the reggae, the music itself is is like a combination of original, traditional African drumming music along with Little Rhythm and Blues, originally, you know, when it, reggae formulated. But the, just because reggae, you know, I think that reggae was, Rasta, Rasta really kind of used reggae as a vehicle more than any other music or any other artist, you know. So reggae was, you know, um, I guess Rasta kind of, Hold on, held on to reggae and made it become one. So when you when you when you hear the word reggae, you expect here Rasta roots, culture, unity, love. You know what I mean? All of these things that come underneath positivity. You know, but like when we say Rastafari, what is Rastafari now? It's like when we say Rastafari now, like say for instance, Ras means head and Tafari means creator. So when you put those words together, Rastafari, we're saying head creator. So the head creator that we're talking about is obviously our, our creator, God, you know? Yeah. So Rastafari is Christianity, you know, in this modern time where a lot, a lot of, um, as well say, a lot of information that we've read, we've read it, but we've not read it with the right conception. Yeah. So to be able to, like what I said now, to me personally, like I read some different books. I go to Ethiopia and I get some kind of, like I found a Bible that is like 2,000 years old. You know what I'm saying? So those Bibles, that Bible is about, it's way older than the Bibles that we read, that we've ever read on this side of the world since. I mean, older than King James himself. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, when you, when you be able to get your hands on kind of those kind of readings, now it kind of give you a different perception it brings it more into reality, something that you can more grasp. It doesn't sound like a fantasy story to me anymore. It sounds like something that was happening right here and I could really go to that place and I could really go to a place where they say Christ walked. You know what I mean? So to be able to put that together, you know, and like we say, Rastafari, you know, is Haile Selassie also, which Haile Selassie is a descendant of King Solomon and King David. Likewise, Christ. So because Christ says, the Bible says that Christ's lineage, King David's lineage will rule forever, you know? Yep. So Rastafari, King Selassie comes within that lineage. So it is very, you know, stuff that makes you, 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 you get goosebumps and you want to investigate more to see what is it, what it is, you know? So for me, is Christianity, but it is with more of the reality, which is, you know, Christ, Christianity, our Christianity, what we know about, you know, them say Christ have locks. Them say here is like wool. 
Mm. So that means uh, it, that means that Christ could have been a Nazi dread. Yeah. You understand? 100 percent This so is, that history, is what, man. That, that's the kind of conception that we're learning about ourselves and learning more to even teach other people, you know. I love learning this. This is cool. I didn't I didn't know yeah. that. Like I, I knew some of it, but I didn't know all of it. Like this is cool. Yeah. Like, and because you you mentioned Christianity, like I myself am a Christian too. And I wanted yes. to ask you this question, because maybe you might might appreciate it, but we'll see how we go. Yeah. When in yeah. your life, when you least expected God to show up in a big way that he did, and it challenged your perspective of who he is? Well, what I do know that is blessed has been with, with, has been around me and I've been around our our good people around the world, especially for me, I could say from ever from creation, you know, but sometimes you do, we are human. So sometimes we are not always superheroes. Sometimes we become not the villains, but we become the, we become the ordinary people, you know, which means we're not perfect. So sometimes you have a loophole where opens the, you know, so now, because of we learned, I've learned that now I try to have no loophole anymore. You know, because I went through a very trying, I went through a um, a very rough time. You know, I've lost one of my children to cancer. You know, yeah, and she was eleven years old. You know, so going through that really puts you in a different mindset i won't lie and because she's a child that means she's flawless that means she's the you know so that now having that now that is that is my it's, it's almost like here's your goal that's your goal the goal is to reunite with all of these loved ones that are perfectly blessed by god and the only way to join that way is to live good and to do the right things. So now I have something that keeps me in line. Just that whole, and by having faith in the Almighty, kind of, not kind of, but having faith in the Almighty does it for me. Because there's nothing else. We can't depend upon man. We cannot depend upon, we can help out each other, but Nobody can, like our father says, which man can save his brother's soul? Mm -hmm. Oh man, it's the self-control. So no man can save you. I can feed you. I can give you water. But if, the wa if, you, if you can't drink the water, then that's something different. You know what I'm saying? But I can give you water. So the thing is to be able to drink the water, to take in this, this message, to take in this, this God gift that we all have. And we all are in the same boat, but some, some of us don't really know it. And some of us never know until it's too late, you know? Mm. So our music is really to just bring God to the, bring the people to God while you're dancing <laughs> <laughs> and feeling good, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I appreciate you sharing about your daughter. Uh, I yeah. didn't want to, didn't want to get into it because I know it's quite a, real and a vulnerable thing to actually yeah. experience loss and grief. But I guess 
how has loss and grief informed the way you write the kind of music that you write and perform the kind of music that, that you write? That one I don't know. Mm. That one is spiritually inclined. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, like there's a natural mystic blowing through the ear. If you listen carefully, you will hear. That means you cannot explain it on the, on the, on the top level, but when you do listen deeply, you can feel what it is. But to explain it now, is cannot really explain. So, you know, it's like, you know, it's like when them said Christ was crucified and, and the Holy Spirit come, in pan, come upon man. Mm-hmm. Yes, and you had to go, you had to do this big mission just for you to get this Holy Spirit. So it is something like that. It's not of that, of, it's, not, it's not that heavy, but it is the same, even if it's 1% of that, you know? So, yeah, it's the fulfillment and it brings a different joy to the heart, you know? Yeah, I, I guess. That, that I sure. Are you happy at the moment? Yeah, we have to give thanks, yes. Mm. We give thanks to sunshine and we are here. So we have to give thanks, you know? <laughs> 100%, my friend. I wanted yeah. to go back a little bit before I touch on your your mu- new music at the moment. But what got, like, giving my audience some context, what made you want to follow in your father's footsteps a little bit and forge your own path? This is my own path. Mm. Yeah. I don't think we can follow anybody's footprints. I can't even follow my own father's footprint. Mm. You understand? What we can do is be ourselves, and we are part of him by genes. So certain things is natural, but you still cannot follow that man's footprints yeah. because you know that man there basically gave his all for the world to be able to even can breathe a little bit more extra now. If it wasn't for that Rastaman vibration or the one love or the redemption song or the, wherever the songs are that the people um, gravitate to, you know, those songs really like, it's like life-changing music, you know? So our type of music is life-changing music. Our father's music is life-changing music as we come to find out along the ways, even ourselves. I still can listen to it for, for even, you know, the same song that you've been listening to for 20 years, you still can listen to it to get a different upliftment again. You know, it's not even the same. It's a, you know, you, you get a different, you know, upliftment again. <laughs> you don't you know? get to give it. Yeah, so it's, that's the type of music. So, you know, we, as we say, we have to, you have to, it's good to just be yourself and what comes out, comes out. And that's how I, I leave it, you know. Mm. I remember when I couldn't play a note or sing a note. But then I don't remember in between that. I just remember, oh, yeah, I can sing a note now. But like, wow, that first note that you were singing, whenever it was like, whoa, that was way off. You know what I mean? And then, so, it's, you know, it's like we said, it's good when you can know who you are inside and let that light shine, you know? And that is how I see it, you know. Are you self-taught? Basically, 
And self-taught means um, self-taught, but without observing other great musicians, it cannot be nothing also. Yeah. So I'm self-taught, but I'm, I am blessed. I was blessed to be in the presence of these musicians to be able to watch closely. You know, so you can say taught, but not really, you know, not, you know, he was, he was allowed to come into the tabernacle and sit down and watch yeah. and what get that experience, right. yeah. which is like 50%, you know, mm. of the knowledge, really. So when was your, what was the, what was the, your first song that you ever produced or created yourself? Do you remember that? Probably going back quite a few years. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've really gone back quite a more than a few years. Gone about, <laughs> about 25, 30, almost 25 years ago. Wow. Um, first song. I mean, I don't remember the first song I wrote, but the first song I put out was a song called Uprising. You know, and um just talk, it was basically talking about, you know. I, the uprising Jah has called, Babylon has to fall. Now it's time to now hit back. Don't let them break your back, you know? So he's just talking about like this uprising, up the upliftment towards righteousness, you know? And that was like, probably I was like, I don't remember, 13, 14. So that was a long time ago, you know? Very long but time. From those times, that, that's the message, you know? Mm. So from ever since I can remember, that was the message. You know? The reason why I asked you that question, there was a method in my madness, uh, is to ask you about the creative process of you actually going from, say, 14 years old to the age you are now and the kind of music that you are producing now. What is your creative process like and has it changed over time or has it remained sort of the same? It goes in any which way. We don't have no special way sometimes. It just depends how the inspiration comes, you know? But like, the instrument never changes. The voice cannot change. Like, you know, the guitar cannot change. Mm. It cannot change a knife or a fork. Like, fork has been around since whenever, right? Yeah. So it's just, yeah, it's the same kind of thing. It's like, you know, certain things cannot change. We have, you know, it's... Is that, yeah, is that what's inside, you know? Yeah, you know, change that way, yeah. <laughs> That's good. I, I appreciate you, you sharing that because it makes a lot of sense to me. I mean, yeah. with my creative process, I mean, mine doesn't really change with my writing um, or with me making movies. Like, it's the same sort yeah. of process. So I, yeah, I completely yeah. understand you, man. But yes, you got this new single coming out. The tide is high. Now it's based yeah. off a, an older song. You've just revitalized it, which I think yeah. is pretty cool. But yeah. for those people that don't know, haven't even heard the song, what does the song actually mean? Well, first of all, the song was written by a, one of our great reggae legends called John Holt. Yeah. You know? um, and I, I was blessed to know him and be able, being able to sit down and even talk to him. Whoa. I was younger for a couple of times well, you know. So I know him in that way. And I love his music. And, you know, it's always respect towards our elders and our teachers, you know. So 
you know, the producer that was that had the music really was like, hey, he has this ready, man. You said, yeah, it sounds like, you know, we could do something like, I was like, yeah, it sounds like a John Holt kind of vibe. Mm. So, you know, it was like, all right, make way. I'm happy. Yeah, I would love to do a John Holt tune. You know, I've never done it before. I've never done anybody's tune really like that really before. But John Holt tune is fun, is nice. Some, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a music to make you feel on the lighter side, you know, because everything is nowadays so heavy. You know, everything is just like, for me, the music nowadays has gone dark. You know, the colors are dark. So we will come with some light now. So this song is like a light, you know, it's like a, almost like a disco bar light, you know, light up the place a little bit and get here, bring a little joy to the heart, you know. So sometimes it's good to bring a little joy and laughter too, along with the, the deep revolutionary lyrics that we come with more time. <laughs> You know? And it's going going back it's to what you were saying before, the dance too. Like it, it gives you that that motion. Like you wanna move around. Yeah. I can't dance, so I'm not gonna try and, and dance <laughs> for you, man. But <laughs> like I have yeah. a huge appreciation for this kind of music because like yeah. you said, and I totally agree with you, the kind of music that is coming out today, it is dark, it doesn't it gets to the soul and it makes you feel miserable. And I don't really class it as good kind of music. Like I love the uplifting style of music. That's just sort of, I grew up with this sort of stuff and I'm 25 yeah. at the moment. So I'm not that old, but my dad grew up with it too. And then he sort of has passed it along to us. So we, I, I have this massive appreciation for it. So thank you for, for revitalizing it and bringing it yeah, back yeah. even more. Thanks. Yeah. Um, but you've got this this new new tour. Are you able to share with people from my American audience where they can find you or where more information is for them? Um, well, you can check check with Facebook or I mean I don't have the, I don't have the information right now, but you can check on Instagram, Julian Armali Instagram or Facebook. Julian Marley Facebook, you know. But all the dates are posted up on social medias, all platforms, you know. And those who are really tuning in to those reggae festivals might know one and two things. But basically, you can check all the social medias you know, and get the infos right there, you know. JulianMarley.com. I'll link it in the show notes below so people know. And also when yeah. the new single comes out, people go and listen to it. It's the vibe and a half. Like, I'm not going <laughs> to lie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I think people will love it, man. So um, also... Oh, it's being being released May 13th, which is pretty cool. So it's just around the corner for people. Yeah. So I'll try and, and get this one in line with that. But a few more quick questions for you, Julian, if you don't mind. Uh, yes. What do you love the most about yourself and your story? What I love about myself, my story. What I love about myself is that I love to love other people. I love to keep humble and do things for other people. You know, be a humanitarian, be a good friend, be a, be a good father, you know. That's what I love about myself, that we love to love, you know. And like I say, you know, I don't really have my, what I come to do is not for me, see. That's why I don't really, 
Because if it, you know, things that we do for ourselves means that we're gonna sing and we're gonna talk about ourselves all day, and we're gonna sing all about some other stuff. And no, you know, sometimes, sometimes I wish I could sing and not even be the one up front. Because you want to sing, but then you want to do the things what the people are doing in the crowd. Mm. Like, I want to walk out. I want to go get a drink at the machine at the back there with all those people. But, no, you got to stay around here. You got to seclude. You got to do this. You got to do that. But you just really want to be a normal person. Mm. So, which we are, you know. But like I said, to be able to do that, that work and just be humble, same way, you know. So, what is the expectations? None, you know than to push out the word of love out there. And, uh, and it, it, you know, I get riches when, when the love, I get rich when the love reaches the heart. That's when I get rich. <laughs> you know? That's powerful, man. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I've, I've been able to, I've been blessed to speak with many incredible people, some famous, yeah. some not so famous, including yes. yourself, my friend. And Bless you. One thing that I have learned is they are just regular human beings doing some incredible things in the world. And most often than not, we are the ones that put the fame on them. We're the ones that create that atmosphere so that in a way, fame is is strange because it's both good and it's both bad at the same time. Right? I don't know if you've noticed that for you. Yeah, you know, my our thing is that, you know, Fame is a thing where you can we understand it, but like we say, we don't. Sometimes it, it goes beyond. Yeah. Like you say, that's why, you know, and we, I and I is a, a serious Rasta man. So when we talk about certain things, like idols, for instance, someone say, hey, you're my biggest idol. I said, don't call me an idol. No. Don't call me an idol because idol is what? In the Bible, they worship idols over worshiping the grand creator. So I tried to bring it around as no, don't call me an idol. Call me if any call me an inspirator or somebody that you can look up to, but don't call me your idol. Call me your inspiration or something different that I could feel. You know, so when it so when it comes to fame now, it's like it's the same idol. You know, so any famous guy could tell someone to do something out of character and he would do it just because, just because, you know, but like, no. We, yeah, we come from a different consciousness now where it's like, no, we have to, everyone is my brother and sister, as a matter of fact. So I'm not going to be little nobody or I'm not going to, you know? Yeah, whether you're rich or you're poor, you're not made by nuts and bolts. You know, you step on a nail, whether you're rich and poor, you feel it, you know? So that's how we, you know? <laughs> yeah. You're a human being, man. And yeah, so you know, the fame thing is you know, each to his own because you can't really stop that out there in the world, but yeah. you can enlighten minds, you know, mm. a few minds here and there. Well, for yeah. me, man, you truly are an inspiration, and I'll Even say it again, well. I'll continue to say it. I'm a huge fan, I can't wait to get to Miami where you currently right. are, and I've got to go to yeah. one of your shows, man. I think it'd be a lot of fun. Um, Definitely. For sure. Uh, but this is my my last question for you, man. My all-time favorite question. I ask yes. all my guests at the very end. It is a hypothetical question. I think you might like this one. But just <laughs> imagine with me for a moment that you've been able to reach the age of 100 
all your friends and your family have decided to put together a film for you of everything you've ever said and everything you've ever done. Don't ask me how in the world they got it all. We'll call it magic, like of argument. But they've been able to get it and show it to you on your 100th birthday. What do you want that film to say and to show about your life? Wanted to show the joys, the joys, the tradition, the mission, the endurance, you know, and the love that we've that you would have been living with and coming through till that age, you know. Mm. Because no matter what, inside your heart never changes unless you do it, unless you make a change, you know. But we are always with ourselves, no matter what, you know. So to be able to keep yourself. Yeah, I would like to see if I changed. <laughs> How much I changed. Oh, you did that. Oh, you did that, you know. Mm. <laughs> but hopefully we did not, you know. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. A good send-off message for people, man. But Julian Marley, thank you so much, brother, for your time today, your story, yeah, your wisdom, your advice, the love that you're putting out into the world and your giving. Just thank you so much for your time today and for joining me on the Storybox podcast. Really enjoyed it. Yeah, man, give thanks, bro. Blessing. I really don't like this part because it means that sadly we have come to an end of yet another story. I just want to say thank you to all of you for tuning in and listening to our guest today. It is my prayer that you would have felt inspired, motivated, challenged in some way, and that you would have learned something new as well. If you would like to hear more amazing stories like this one, you can do so now by searching up the story box on all podcast platforms. It is that easy. And if you did get something from today's guest, please do share it around with your friend or family member who you feel could benefit from hearing today's story. And before you go, I greatly appreciate it if you could spend 30 seconds leaving a rating review over on Apple Podcasts. It goes a long way to reaching more people and building this community of the Storybox. Let's start changing lives through powerful stories like this one you heard today. Your support is always greatly appreciated. Until next time, when we dive back into the Storybox, I'm Jay Phantom, and don't forget, your story is worth more than you know. I'll catch you then. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.